following the loss of the 0-7 Miami Dolphins last Sunday, it just showed how much we need to change. This is Anthony Blardinelli, one of the most loyal Jets fans out there, and today I'll be talking about every single failure and embarrassment in New York Jets history. I will be talking about this on behalf of fans like me, because we are all sick and tired of how much our team sucks. Change needs to happen. Year after year, Jets fans are a laughingstock of family, friends, and co-workers. The Jets always seem to give their fans hope, but yet they always seem to fail. There is a need for change, and it starts in the front office. The Johnson family has to sell the team. We need new leadership in the front office because they clearly can't run a franchise. Another thing, Sam Darnold has to step up his game. He needs to stop making aggressive mistakes down the field. Just take the sack or throw it away. Don't throw the ball in the end zone while you're getting tackled. That spells disaster. But enough of the present. Let's take a look at the past. The New York Jets were founded in 1960, about 59 years ago. 58 years of failure. We only had one Super Bowl season. We were lucky enough, the league sucked enough, for Joe Namath to win us the Super Bowl. Our quote-unquote greatest quarterback in franchise history threw more interceptions than touchdowns in his career, about 173 to 220. Like I said, we were lucky enough the league sucked for us to win. If he played today, he would start at left bench. No team has been as bad as the Jets since the NFL-AFL merger in 1970. No team in 53 years has been as bad as the New York Jets. Since the Jets' existence, we have won two division titles. If you do the math, we win our division 3.39% of the time. If you think about it, the Houston Texans were founded in 2002, and they have won more division titles than the Jets. The Patriots have been running all over the Jets. They've won the division 13 times since 2001. It's hard to imagine that the Jets and the Patriots are playing the same sport. The Jets have also had their coaching problems since 2000. It's hard not to like people like Herm Edwards, Rex Ryan, or Todd Bowles. They are great people, but it's painfully obvious that none of these coaches had anything on their resume to show that they can lead a team or franchise to success. It makes me more angry that we just signed our offensive mastermind coach in Adam Gase. But he's a bum, just like the rest of our franchise. He has a career coaching record of 48 and 60. So let's sign a coach who has an experience in winning. To build a good team from the ground up, you need to draft well. Since 2000, the Jets have drafted three all-pro players, John Abraham, Darrell Revis, and Nick Mangold. Every year, I hope and pray that Tom Brady will retire, but the Patriots always seem to draft well, and they are always Super Bowl contenders. Correlation? I think so. So I've come to the realization that the Jets won't be winning the division title anytime soon. If you are a member of the Packers, Patriots, Steelers, or Ravens, you know what is expected of you and how to represent your franchise. What exactly do the Jets represent? Coaches like Pete Carroll, Herm Edwards, and Rex Ryan have tried to put in the play like a Jet moniker. But in all honesty, that slogan makes others in the NFL laugh hysterically because play like a Jet is what most opponents pray for when they take on this team. Play like a Jet means underachieving, missing assignments, 
throwing interceptions, fumbling, getting called for a penalty, or just being an overall total embarrassment or failure. Recently, the trade deadline came around. The Jets started off strong by getting two picks by trading Leonard Williams to the Giants. He was a one-time pro bowler. I wish him the best of luck across the road. But for the Jets, they also scared the crap out of everyone when they were listening to calls about Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Adams. We had much bigger issues to solve than possibly trade away our best two players. But the Jets would do something like that. So, to wrap things up, in my time of being a Jets fan, I've only been to about eight games. And I've only experienced one win with my own eyes. I wasn't there to witness the butt fumble on Thanksgiving Day, but my experience so far as an 18-year-old has been a butt fumble. Absolutely embarrassing. Thank you for tuning in to 201 Sports Weekly this week. If you want to ask us questions, comment, or give us some proof for next episode, please email us at 201sportsweekly at gmail.com. This was your host, Anthony Blardinelli. Tune in next week for the next episode. Signing off.